Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks. Welcome, David. Welcome, Rich. I, uh, How good is it? Episode 42, 43? 43, bro. 43, 43. 43. That was such 40, a weird way to do that. 43. Hey, we got your camera working even cleaner and more beautiful. Did we have that last week? Forget. I don't remember. Well, we got so. to. We all got to tell people about it. You got to. El got to. No, I think so. Did we, show, did we show them this last week? Forget. Well, we've got both of our webcams hooked up. We've got Canon RPs. Um, with, do you have a 35 millimeter lens? What lens is on yours? Is it 50? I have a 50. I have a 50 okay. cause you're being cheap and wouldn't get me a 35. So, um, and we got this cam link thing, which is hundred ish bucks or so. And it plugs in like H camera, HDMI into this. And then you plug it in to your computer with the USB here. And then yep. it literally, it just literally works. just like works. It's like a webcam, except for I'm using a, an amazing thousand dollar camera instead of it being you know a crappy little webcam look at that and it just covers the mess if you look like there's so much like camera bags and oh batteries there's this, charging there's all this junk and boxes back there and like you don't even yeah really notice. nice you don't even really notice all my all the junk in my trunk you know what i mean well here David, thing you we can, showed you're, the camera you're, you're an e-cam time. switch what? um switch to your regular webcam just to show the difference okay yeah we'll do that you can do that in cam Ugh. hey guys uh, so much uglier. In this look how frame. horrible I look with the regular <laughs> webcam. Look how cluttered my office looks with the regular webcam. So here's, you know, and you can see the difference. Like there's riches and here's mine. All right. Here, let me, let me do this. Let me Whoa. get rich out of there. A rose between two thorns. A rose, a rose between two thorns. And I can like kind of, you know, adjust a little bit of stuff there too if I want. And a little. A little contrast bump if I want. There you go. Very somewhere, somewhere, in, somewhere in there, somewhere very angelic. That's right. I'll teach you how to use your camera later. Thanks, man. You can teach me how to master my camera. It's dark. It's it's raining. It's dark as all get out here. It's awful. Weather. Is it? Yeah, I went to the gym this morning at five, and it was twenty nine degrees and raining, not mm. snowing. Mm. Don't know how that happens. I hate that. That's like the worst weather ever. That's the weather I've always lived at. Or in that type of a climate until I moved here to Florida. It was always, it was North Carolina, East Texas for a year, and then Nashville. Well, back to North Carolina, then Nashville. But it's always been basically the same line of, is that latitude? Is that longitude? Yes. Lat is fat. Latitude is, lat is fat. Okay. Long. Right. Longitude is, is Long. I forget. I, whatever. Like this one, you know, like North Carolina, Dallas, Tennessee, Nashville, they're all like, pretty much the same you know dallas is maybe a little bit lower but whatever whatever here's my point it's freaking cold the wind chill sucks and it doesn't snow that's the point you know so it's just wet and rainy and gross every winter. and on my on my big three david not to tell the world that i'm leaving my house for a month at one stick i'm just kidding i'm gonna my address. Um, <laughs> break into into rich's house there are lots of cameras and I mean, this is tech talk. I ordered even more like lights. So they turn on and people think I'm home. 
all the time. Mm. Um, I have neighbors turning my car, flipping it car so that it, it looks like it's moving. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm coming to you. We're going to have a whole month of handholds and hugs with David and Rich. That's right. That's right. It's going to be awesome. figure out how to do this better. They are together. You know, I was thinking we should kind of come up with like the, the setup where we have like two chairs like back here or something, you know, like talking to each other with a couple of camera angles. Maybe we'll set up your, your RP and my RP. Make sure you bring your, your, all your cameras when you're packing. Great. I thought this was vacation for a month. Great. <laughs> no, I have um, a list. Uh, speaking of life hacks, if you guys are not sharing a list on your phone with your wife, um, you're doing something wrong. This is a freebie. Unless you're married not, to a husband, you know. Yeah, well, it's 2021. But like this is our this is our, my start of a packing list, and we share a grocery list like this. And this is like think these are the must-haves that are weird, like a fan, the fire sticks so that my kids can watch Apple Plus and stuff, and my wife's Keurig machine because she is mean without coffee. She's so mm. grumpy. Mm. So there's a coffee machine there, but she's like, nope. I want my, I got her like the Keurig that like heats up in like two seconds. Uh, happy wife, happy life. Unhappy wife, cure, misery. She wants the Keurig to a, to a cranky morning, huh? She knows the Keurig. Hey, what are we giving know, away today? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking around my office. I mean, how about this? What, anyone, what, what do you think? Should we give away that? Camlick? Yeah, that's a... How, how much is that? It's only 130 bucks and you already said it, so. <laughs> I was like, it's not like 500 bucks or something, right? Okay, we'll give away one of these. Cam Link. Cam Link 4K. That Gosh, means with get, your we camera. Need get, we need to get sponsored by people because we well, just like. I know. I, tr- I sent out a bunch of emails and. It's like, Cam Link, sponsor I, us. Seagate, sponsor us. Come on. Come on. Or Western Silly. Digital. I mean, it's fine. Or what? Digital? You Western say? Digital. Real hard drives. Or WD. Yeah. You know, I, lo- I love my WD and my Lassie and my. G drives and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, we'll give you guys one of these, and then you can, if you have those Zoom meetings or whatever, you can literally use but your, your camera. But to be clear, smart. to win this, our team is going to check to make sure that you shared this to your own page. Take this link, share it to your page, not to a group that we're a part of, or share it to like your neighborhood group. That's cool, but like your profile, your profile, not your yeah, page, not a, yeah, your your profile. You share your it to your profile. profile. If you're a TPM member and you share it to TPM, that doesn't count. Like you got to share it to your profile. You know, where I mean? else? Where We're high profile, high, high profile type people. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll give one of those. This is 130 bucks. Um, so that's an expensive giveaway today, but that's okay. You guys are worth it. You guys. Are it's worth not it. my money. <clears throat> I had a haircut scheduled for tomorrow, but I, I see you have. Like, I have a haircut busy. tomorrow. I have a haircut you don't need tomorrow. A haircut. And I don't need a haircut. Bro, I like, my, dude, my wife's like, I love your this. hair right now. You, you've, got, you've got one like, you got one thing. I'm recording. So David, not to like let any cats out of the bags, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I am wrapping up, finishing my astrophotography course. That course is going to be out of this world, man. It's going to make you see stars, literally. Shoot for the stars, um, bro. At least you won't get a handful of mud. Yeah, so I wore a hat a lot outside. Mm. Because my hair was eh. And then for talking head, I'll have a fresh haircut because I'm doing that on Wednesday. Welcome, Brenna. Brenna, Brenna Bresse. I don't know if I pronounced that Bresse? right. I'm new. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We, we're so welcome. stoked to have you guys. Welcome. I like you. So 
Hey, also, Fred, as you guys Fred, are saying hi, we need questions too. I, I, ju- I just want to be clear. I am not opposed to a pedicure. My wife and I go together to get a pedicure pretty frequently. I'm Me and my daughter are going in Florida on Valentine's Day for the last three years for Valentine's Day. I take my now uh-huh. eight-year-old daughter and we get pedicures together. That sounds great, dude. Manicure dude, like do Valentine's for me. Day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, my feet, like, man, having that lady rub my feet and then like with a the little hard rock sponge thing exfoliating me i love it there's a couple of really good pedicures around. maybe we should do a podcast while we're getting a pedicure that'd be pretty funny i've actually done that once before but i'll do it with you <laughs> I, I have that recorded the, the weird thing about i me and moser have done that live and they thought we were famous they didn't speak very good english mm. and they were like what are you doing and i'm like we're just we're filming this thing mm. yeah anyway but yeah i'm down or a massage a couple's massage and we record the podcast. That'd be hilarious. Well, no, just like that. Like, the, the, like one camera is my face in the little pillow. The other camera is your face. We and, and then we got a whole bunch. Shot. We should do. We should do podcasts on locations. I think that'd be pretty fun. It'd be pretty fun. I could do it with a field recorder. Pretty easy too, man. Hmm. We'll field some questions somehow, and we'll figure it out. Hey, um, hey today we wanted to do. Um, today we wanted to do. Uh, Brenna, you're as a massage therapist. You're hired. Um, come on down, Florida. Um, so let me tell you, uh, David's address. Yeah, yeah. Um, today we wanted to do an extension of Tech Talk. We did a little Tech Talk last week, and this week we wanted to answer as many questions as we possibly can. Yeah, it's like it's on, it's on that, it's on that side. It's like backwards hair, for me, dude. Your hair is on point. You got one little curl, dude. Right here. I mean, honestly, like this. The other day. I do get frustrated. Like I've this calic and my poor kids have like horrible calics too. Like if I don't, and this is making me sound super diva. If I don't shower and shampoo and then blow dry my hair with a specific product in it, my hair just goes, it just, it just does like, yeah, I know I'm diva. I, I get it. I've I never it. used a blow dryer in my life. Really? You're blowing it, man. Uh, no, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but like I've got to do it. Otherwise, I've got this calic and it will literally be dentist the minutes sticking straight And next up. week, we're going to give away David's favorite blow dryer. <laughs> Let me tell you, that thing really blows. Blows you away. Um, yeah. Now I know it's get you for your birthday. My Dyson. Have you ever seen the Dyson blower? Mm, I think it's like we, a $400 air blower. I mean, we, I love we, you that much. Shoot. Yeah. Chris Ellison is saying DM hair course, hair care course. Uh, <laughs> uh, love it. Okay. So we want to, we're going to, we, we've got some, we've got some questions. We're going to have a list. The team is going to, I guess, be putting it it's in there. kind of like a place. Okay, sweet. Um, but we're going to, we're going to be answering some questions. I think that first question is one of the things that you should probably go for. What do you think, Rich? Let's, I mean, it, it is a, um, yes, let's the do The one it. from Celeste David. Champagne? Is that, is ask that me the, for you? Ask, ask me the question and I'll, okay. I'll answer it with my. With your, with your brain. Um, okay. So Celeste Champagne or Champagne. I mean, what I'm a it's bad A name. I know. It's the Celeste we could do when she has. Okay. I got a Godox Speedlight for my Canon Rebel T7i in November. And then on Christmas ended upgrading to a sony a7 III. you upgraded to this one is that the s3 uh she got an a7 III, and that's what i have a7 III. okay i got so excited i was gonna steal that when i came to florida um nope yeah okay and okay so question is 
<laughs> You're like, okay, well, let me answer that question. She hasn't asked the question yet. Question is, I can I use my speed light on my Sony? Do I need to get a Sony trigger? Yeah, I'm going to leave. You stay there. I'm, gonna, I'm grabbing a Godox flash. Well, there we go. Lisa Broyles is in the house. What's up? Hi, y'all. Hey, Lisa. If you guys Lisa. Have a- I love you. Lisa. Lisa. I'm ready to answer. What is the cowlick department? I don't really. What is that? What is that? It's, you're talking about the hair. You had a hair. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Wow, pay Sorry. attention to your own words. So, if you look okay. at, um, I don't. I should have a. You have a camera. Show me the. Show me the hot shoe of your camera, please. Of a Sony. Sure. Yep. So, do you see that little silver dot in the middle? Your Godox flash will work with that camera because it has this little center dot. This center dot means it's the manual one. If it has like five, that's ETTL and evaluating through the lens and all this crazy stuff. But short answer is yes, this will work with your Sony. This go dot, if you have the TT600, it'll work with your Sony. Now, if you want to fire it remotely, you will need some type of trigger system, which we talk about extensively in speed the light speed 101. light 101, 201, studio light 101, 201. Great question, Celeste. Um, so Melissa asked a question. You want you want to read this question to me? We'll like we'll like Ooh, go yeah. On. All right, Melissa. There we go. How much gear do you typically travel with, like on vacation, not for professional shoot? That's a great question. Um, so I'd say there's like there's three pieces of gear specific. Well, I mean, I, I guess I could probably start naming off a ton. But like here's here's what I want you to think about. You want to kind of go pretty minimalist. If I was traveling essential. on vacation, I would probably essential. Yeah, we're reading a book as a team called Essentialist or Essentialism. Sorry, uh, it talks about the Essentialist, and it's a phenomenal book. Has anyone read the Essentialism by Greg McEwen? It's incredible. It's probably the fifth time I'm reading this book because I still suck at it. Um, anyways, um, I would probably go on vacation and bring a brevity bag, something like this. I haven't traveled with this bag yet because I just got it a few months ago, and I haven't gotten on a flight in like a year. It's so sad. Um, but it's been a weird, weird year. Um, so I probably bring something like this in this bag. Um, you know, we've given this away, you know, it has my laptop, right? Cha, you know what I mean? And then right here, it's got, Oh, it's heavy right now. Cause it's got a bunch of junk in it. I've got my Canon R5 right there and I can just like grab it, grab that sucker out. Okay. And then I, I do have another lens in there. So anyways, here's my, my point, my lens. Um, and then of course I've got some memory cards and stuff like that. If I was going on vacation, I would say that you want to bring a, a uh, versatile lens. This lens is one of my favorites. There's actually a new one that I don't have yet, but this is the 24 to 70 2.8. This is the version two. So there was an original one. There's this one. And now there's a new lens that's, uh, is it 24 to 70 or what is it? The, the, the 2.0. Is it 2.0? Yes. Is that the one? It's like a $3,000 mm-hmm. lens, 24 to 70. I've used mm-hmm. it. Alex Workman uh, let me borrow it and it was incredible. That it's lens an, really worked, it's an, man. It's, yeah, sure did. You're welcome, Alex. Um, and it's, a, it's an RF mount, meaning you don't need ooh, an adapter. You don't, you don't need the adapter but I have a cool adapter on here. We could talk about that in a minute. But the RF lens goes straight to the, you know, the Canon R line of cameras. Are here's you my point. that it works? It, it sure is, it does, it works great. So here's, here's my point. I would bring a camera and a versatile lens if you wanna go super light. And cause this goes 24, which means it goes pretty wide, 70 kind of zooms in a little bit. Now, is it a specialty lens? No, 
Um, it only goes down to 2.8. It's not like a 50 millimeter lens like on this camera right here, where it can shoot very shallow like 1.8 millimeters and have a really, really, really blurry back uh, background. But it's very versatile. You can shoot landscapes with it. You can shoot portraits with it. It's an incredible quality of glass, incredible quality lens, and uh, it's great for travel. So you can kind of do the whole gamut. It, it, it's like you know, it's like the whole range. Now, if you have a, you know, a Canon Rebel or something like that, it's going to come with a lens like this, which is an 18 to 55. Now, it's it's uh, you know, this is like you know. If you to buy it, it's probably a hundred and something dollar lens, but it's you know it cost them four dollars in China to make this light thing. Um, but this is kind of a similar range. It's it goes wide and it zooms in. Is it a great lens? No. Will it work in good quality landscape light? Yes, it'll work fine. What I would do is I would bring a camera body, enough memory cards. If you have a 256 gigabyte memory card, that may last you your whole vacation and some. Um, I'd bring a versatile lens, at least, maybe an optional second lens, and then I'd put it in a backpack with my laptop, and the only other thing that I would bring potentially is a lightweight tripod, like I have actually right here. I have a, a very lightweight tripod right here. This is a, we have some, this is a Vanguard one. I think I got it in like a camera, camera package. It's very small, very lightweight, and it could probably fit pretty easily in my backpack. I have a tether tools table on it right now. It's very small. You can bring a beefier tripod. It just depends on what you have in your. Uh, you will like never regret stuff. packing light. Yeah, look, this is pretty small, very light. And then if I want to shoot landscape shots that are long exposure, or if I want to do a family portrait of my family that's self-portrait style, I could have a tripod that's really lightweight. So something like this, I mean, could te probably technically fit inside of my, like the side thing, and then I could probably- There's a clip. What it's yep. for. Like, I don't know where it clips to, but probably somewhere right over here. Yeah, right here. So I could do that and like strap the tripod on, and there you go. And I'm pretty lightweight. Pretty cool. So that's what I would do. I would bring a minimal amount of gear. Now, now obviously, if it was a photo shoot, I would bring all the gear that I think I would need for that specific type of photo shoot. You know, like when you're with David in New York City, carrying around the biggest think tank bag in the world, and like he's like, "Oh, just walk around the building. It's the biggest building in New York." Remember that, dude? I had to carry that big A think tank bag in Google. Yeah, that thing was heavy. It's 100 pounds with like a few things in it. So you were probably carrying it around. It was like 120 pounds, cool. but it did roll. You know what? Hey, you know what? I mean, I'm just going to pull that out, you know? Uh, All right, don't, don't, don't get a hernia. Yeah, David, so like I will say to talk about this travel thing, like I've been to New York City with like all my gear and just like carrying stuff around awkwardly sucks. So pack what you need and kind of stretch yourself artistically to get the shot. Wow, it's so it's so big. A hundred dollars says Tammy could fit in that. Oh yeah, she totally could. Um, it's pretty awesome. It. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but it opens up like this, and you can see the stuff in there like that. I put my lighting. It's, it's actually I, have, I don't have all the lighting in it because some of it's like right here and over there and stuff like that. But it's pretty awesome. Pretty great. Think tank what are you compensating for? Shut up, Shut up your face. Um, anyways, uh, it's a pretty awesome bag. 
I mean, it rolls great and it's very well made, but if you have to carry it upstairs or something, I'm just glad I, I'm just glad it was Rich's fault. Rich had to do it. Yeah. And it was like, hey, can you meet me in New York next week? That was like one of my favorite shoots I've ever done with you, though. My son was just born. So the first when you called me, I actually said no. You're like, hey, can you come to Google next week? And I was like, my son's one week old. No. And then I talked to my wife and she's like, is he going to pay you? I was like, yeah. And she's like, freaking leave. <laughs> and I left. Uh, Tech crazy. talk with David and Rich. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, now, you, ask me the next question. Here we go. All right. So Janice Bloom asked the question, I recently saw an ad for a macro flash ring light, something worth investing in or just a gimmick? Janice, because you're a TPMer and I love you. It's gimmicky. Use a speed light. Save yourself the money. You can bounce off things. Uh, you could just use a ring light and video feature, like a video ring light. I, I'm not a video – like unless you're doing like forensic photography. I personally – I'm not making fun of anybody that does use it. I just have never had the opportunity to use that. David, have you ever? No. Uh, not a little like on here, – here, here's kind of like my general thought there like – Anytime you have like something really small like that, maybe it would work for macro, but I haven't tried it. So I can't be like, yes, you should do it. But um, in general, like the, I don't even know where my phone is right here. Like the little teeny flash from your phone, like that's going to produce a horrible quality of light. If you have a ring light, it's, it's bigger than this. So technically it would look better than that. But like, once again, we don't like um, any sort of like flashes popping up, you know? We don't uh, like flash going straight at you and straight back. Fugly light is the worst. You don't want like the little on-camera flash that pops up. You don't even want a flash like this that's like aimed straight right at people. That looks bad, okay? Because this is harsh light going straight in someone's eyes. So I know you're talking about macro stuff, which isn't someone's eyes typically, or actually it could be someone's eye, um, but it's a small light source. So then therefore it's not very great. So when Rich says using a speed light like this, he's probably talking about bouncing it like this or using the white card to kind of like bounce off a white ceiling, fill in all this light to make it feel ambient, and then reflecting a little bit back right there. He doesn't mean like blast it right in your face. Of course, you'd know that if you took the um, Speedlight Photography 101 course by Rich Coleman or the Speedlight 201 Photography course by Rich Coleman, which all is included in the photo mentorship. And I know a lot of you guys Dot are photo mentorship. A lot of you are photo mentorship members. If you are a photo mentorship student and you've seen that course, just sing my praises so David doesn't fire me. So I, I need you guys to build me up a little bit here in front of the boss. Please. Yeah. All right, David, yeah. it's, uh, it's my turn to ask you a question. Okay. Um, she, okay. Gina's trying to decide on a good camera. that's easy to operate and has Wi-Fi and won't cost an arm and a leg. She recently got a Nikon and she's not liking it. There's a lot of blurry photos no, she got on automatic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Did I say Nikon? Did I censor yeah. that out subconsciously? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she recently got a Canon and doesn't like it. Um, she's got a lot of blurry photos and automatic, and it doesn't have image stabilization. This is a, I'm excited to hear this answer. Oh, yeah. Gina, thank you for asking that question. This is a great um, – this might be the best question. This is so far the best question. I love it. He, here's here Mel Cecier saying, Rich's Speedlight course rocks. So just, just a little positive you. affirmation for Mr. Richard over here. Um, love your Speedlight 101. Paul Rogers says that's awesome. Oh, and Paul. Mary is saying Speedlight by Rich. You guys are great. Um, Jennifer Jenkins is, says Canon T7i. 
Um, Jennifer and of Jenkins. Of course, Linda is saying, "Great job, David. Don't fire." Okay, conundrum. Heard <clears throat> conundrum. <clears throat> conundrum. Oh, sh- uh, okay. Sh- so Gina White uh, saying she wants to know a good camera that has that isn't going to break the bank, has Wi-Fi, um, has image stabilization, and um, and she gets a lot of blurry. Your- she gets a lot of blurry yeah. photos on automatic. Gina, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, she's right here. Okay, there, here's Gina. She says, you're welcome. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like answer this pretty bluntly on a few different things. Okay. No, do it. I, I want the David Monar like two minute version of this because I know you can knock this out of the park. I'm excited. Thanks for your confidence. I appreciate that. No pressure. Couple things. One of the biggest, most common misconceptions is exactly what Gina's talking about. Okay, so Gina, I'm gonna pick on you for a second. I don't mean to be a jerk. Okay. Um, most people think they need new gear. They need a new lens. They need a new camera. Um, because their camera doesn't shoot good shots or gets blurry photos or any of these different things. Okay. Um, and that is a misconception that they actually need good gear. If you only, I don't know which camera you have. Gina, could you let me know what camera you have? I'm actually curious. Uh, I'm wondering if you have something like a Canon Rebel T6, you know, something like that. Um, cause this was like, you know, a couple years old, two or three years old, four years old, something like that. And then there's the Rebel T7, which is a newer one. These are kind of the, you know, 400 bucks for the, um, for this kit right here that comes with the kit lens. Uh, it comes with the, you know, the body and then the kit lens and probably like a memory card or something like that. Gina, did you tell us what, what lens or sorry, what camera you have? I don't see That's it so far. So yeah, keep rolling. Um, okay. Here's the deal. You guys have no freaking idea. I mean, some of you do how lucky and blessed you are to be able to spend $400 on a camera as freaking amazing and groundbreaking and revolutionary as this one. Okay. Or this one, you know, that's the Canon, the Nikon, or this one, which is actually a little bit more expensive, but I do have the Sony one somewhere up on the shelf somewhere. Somewhere, the other Sony A6500. Oh, it's right here. There's so many cameras on my desk. My desk is such a mess. A6500 right here, okay? You guys have no idea how lucky you are to have cameras this amazing. You do not need more or newer gear, okay? Rich and I were taking photos, professional quality photos, getting paid thousands of dollars uh, per shoot on cameras that sucked that we spent thousands of dollars on 10, 15 years in ago. Compar- not even Comparis- comparable. Yeah, in comparison, like compare, but compared to this $400 beauty right here that anyone can get, okay? It is not the gear. It's about the way that you use that gear. It's learning how to take full manual control of your camera so that you don't get those blurry images, okay? Mm. I have no idea what an SX540HS is. Is that like a Panasonic or something? Not, not sure. Did you say that? I'm yeah, she oh, said it was, it was under 400 bucks. Um, yeah, that's, I, not, not, that's, that's a point and shoot um, prosumer. Okay. I don't think the lens attaches, but yeah. Okay. But still, it all applies. Yes, it all applies. It's about, it's about how you use it. Okay. Um, if you have a, you know, a mirrorless camera like this, or if you have a DSLR camera like this, DSLR just actually means that you're looking through some mirrors, you know, a mirrorless camera like this actually means that, you know, there's no viewfinder up here. So you're not looking through mirrors. If you have a camera like this, then you can learn how to take manual control of that camera and, and really do anything that you dream of. You don't need new equipment. You need to learn how to use the equipment that you actually have. 
if you have a point and shoot camera, Gina, that could be a little frustrating and you do have a little bit less options. So, so as I'm saying, like you don't need new gear, it's like you could learn to take manual control of that point and shoot camera. But if people ask me like, which type of camera should I get? This is my one camera and I really want to do good photography stuff. Um, then I would at least get something that's like a DSLR where you can interchange the lenses, okay? Because it's gonna have, um, it, it's gonna, it's gonna give you the option to change and upgrade lenses, which is a really big thing, but you should still be able to take manual control. Yeah, I just, I of, looked it up. She can take manual control of that camera. Yeah, she can take manual control of that camera, pretty much any camera that comes out these days. So that means um, that's taking control of your, you know, your ISO, which is the light sensitivity, you know, your shutter speed, which is the duration of time that you're actually taking the, the, uh, the picture, okay? Um, let me see if I have battery in this one. Okay, the duration of time right here, that's a very fast one. And this is a very slow one. Okay, let me do it right here. Okay, that's very slow. You're actually looking at the mirror right there. Okay, um, and then the other thing that you can control is, I'm looking at 18, 18 things there, is you'll actually be able to control the size of the hole that's in your lens. Okay, this is a very large hole. This is a small hole. Okay, and one of the problems with um, the camera that you're talking about, uh, a point shoot camera, is you're like, the camera doesn't have image stabilization. And that was that should have been my clue um, that you had a point and shoot camera. Um, a lot of times image stabilization is not built into the cameras. Sometimes they are, but a lot of times image stabilization is built into a lens like this. This is the Canon lens blah, 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 IS. IS, which stands for image stabilization. So there, there can be image stabilization in a lot of different cameras. Like, do we have them in any of our, um, like, is there image stabilization in the R5? Probably newer cameras, maybe there are. Yeah, there, there's some built-in sensor okay. image stabilizations, like a yeah. gyro. Satness, yeah. So, um, and yes, you're going to get blurry photos on automatic, always. I don't care if you have a $4,000 Canon R5 or if you have a point-and-shoot or if you have a $400, you know, Rebel T6. Um, you're going to get blurry photos on automatic this is why you want to take full manual control of your of your camera so that regardless of which type of camera you have, whether it's a point and shoot, which you are a little bit more limited, I'm sorry, um, um, or a DSLR or a mirrorless camera, whether it's $400 or $4,000, okay, plus lenses, you need to take manual control of your photo so that you can create the images that you see in your head, okay? Because if you don't, and this is those of you guys who have taken uh, like my show your camera who's boss webinar or watch the master your camera course. I teach all of this stuff step by step explicitly. Okay, how to take step by step and full manual control of your camera so that you can switch it off of this devil green mode right there. That's called automatic. You see here automatic mode mm -hmm. and you can switch it over here to M for manual mode. That's not manual focus. Okay, your camera can still autofocus but you're taking manual control of the ISO, the aperture, and the shutter speed so that you can get the correct combination to achieve the results that you actually want, okay? Amen. And it's one of those Amen. things you break up with it and you never go back. You're never like, oh, let me switch to auto real quick. Yeah. No, you're no, done. You're not gonna you go back You break up with it road. and you hate them forever. Because here's yeah, you, the thing, your camera, yeah. your camera is gonna make a bunch of mathematical averages and maybe give you an average picture some of the time. But once you finally see like a photographer and tell your camera what you want to do, your brain is better than average. Um, do you know what you want to see and what you want to be in focus? Once you learn how to tell your camera how to make it do that, you're going to be happy every time. And that's exactly 
why we created the photo mentorship to help photographers see shoot and edit like photographers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Gina, thanks for, thanks for asking that question. I'm not trying to pick on you. I, I do think that the point and shoot, if you want to be a serious photographer is not the right call. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I don't usually advocate for buying new equipment. Um, usually when I'm saying you don't need new equipment, that's assuming that you've spent like $400 or something like that on a, uh, or, or more on an actual DSLR camera or a mirrorless camera. And if I had to make a recommendation, um, for the next camera, it would either be this, it would either be, it would either be a Canon Rebel T7 like this, cause this is the newer version of that camera that I was just showing you. Okay, this is the T6, this is the T7. The T7i is a little bit more expensive and I don't think it's the one that I would spend more money on. Because if, I, if you want to, if you want the cheapest, best bang for your buck, you get this one, okay? You get this camera and you buy this lens, the Canon 50 millimeter 1.8. This is $125, this is $400, $525 plus tax. This is a freaking amazing setup. Like incredible. I wish that I could have started my professional career spending $500 like this. Mm. I, I, I mean, like literally I would have been like, we spent $3,000 on garbage cameras. Oh, garbage. Absolute garbage compared to this stuff. So if you get something like this, you're going to be very well set up. Um, if you want to go a little bit more, if you want to spend a thousand dollars on a camera and then a little bit more on lenses, um, this webcam that I'm using right here is called the Canon RP. It's also what Rich is using. It's a mirrorless camera. So basically it's this Canon R line like this one. Okay. So this is the Canon R5. So it's like the, the top of the line R, uh, this is almost four grand and it's it like nearly impossible to find. The only reason I was going to, I was able to get one is because B&H loves me. Best camera store. They don't love me. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get rich one. We're trying to get rich one. We can't find one. Okay. Um, so the Canon R5 is like, this is the best camera in the world, in my opinion right now. Like it's freaking amazing. It's awesome, but it's almost four grand. And then you buy lenses and this is a $2,000 lens and this is a $300 converter. You know, you can, you can spend a lot of money. But I'm telling you this Canon RP that I got for $900, it goes between $800 and $900, sorry, $900 or $1,000, um, is, in, is absolutely it blows incredible. My mind. It's full frame, it's mirrorless. Ah. The, 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 uh, the screen like, you know, articulates like this to where you can do all this stuff. It's, it, I, I forget what the megapixels are and stuff like that, but basically- It's a like, lot. I've used any, it professionally on hundreds of shoots. I've yeah. used the Canon RP for, I think I bought mine on sale for 800 bucks. And mm -hmm. that's like what I bought my first digital camera for back in the day. You know what I mean? It's like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. and, and all this, there's Nikon's equivalent. Like Nikon has the, D3500 and stuff like that too. So we're just native Canon shooters and we just like Canon because we're invested in them. But David literally shoots everything as you can see in his desk. Yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, I have, you know, I have Nikons and Sonys and stuff on my desk. I'm just, I am a native Canon shooter. I love Canon the most, mostly because I have, I've just been shooting that my whole life. But Nikon and Sony are great as well. And I know Panasonics and Lumix have some great stuff too, but the market share wise, they're like, 5% each or something, whereas Canon is 60 something percent of all the cameras. Nikon is probably, you know, 30-ish percent and Sony's like 15 to 20% ballpark. Um, anyways, um, and I know I just did 110% in my, my head. So I don't know. Canon has the- That's majority. how great, that's how great Canon is, an extra 10%. Yeah, Canon has, Canon has more than half the market, which is the biggest, you know, definitely the lion's share. 
Okay. Uh, hey, I'm going to answer this question real quick while we're on it. Bobby uh, Howell said, what's the difference in a T7 and a T7i? The difference is, I, I think, um, like the, this is the T6, okay? It doesn't have an articulating screen. The T7i, the, the most notable difference is that it does. And I think there was like a faster processor. So it has an articulating screen where you can do this. You can be a vlogger if you want or like do some other things. Is there any other real big differences in the i? Is, wasn't there like um, a slight upgrade? T7i. Maybe, maybe, yeah, the, maybe the, in the, the, um, the processor. It has a, a newer image processor and it can go to a higher ISO. But the T7i um, is like is like 800 bucks or something, right? Or the T8i, yeah, the current it, one. It's not, it's not much worth different. It. It, it's, mm -mm. it's not worth it to me if you're going to spend more money, spend an extra $100 and upgrade to the Canon RP. And so, the T7i was released earlier, which is funny. Like the eyes come out first. Right. And there's a, there is a T8i right now and it's eight or 900 bucks, but mm -hmm. you, for basically the same price or maybe a teeny bit more, you get a Canon RP, which is full frame, which that's a whole nother conversation, but I get more the info. Canon RP. More info, which means better quality overall. Um, so I would go there. Okay. Um, all right, here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this question for you. I actually haven't okay, read ready. it yet. Okay. Sandy Wid Weidman or Wideman said, I dropped my Nikon camera this morning. When I took the lens off the, the camera body, there was a small black piece broken off the back of the lens. Can that be fixed or is this lens trashed? I have a Nikon D3500. I'm not really happy with it. I had a D50 before. Oh, I wonder what kind of lens it is. I wonder if it's like a... Yeah, it's, right. it's probably the kit lens. lens. It has, it's plastic mount. That's why it broke. Which is this one. Um, that thing right there, yep. So I would suggest getting the Nifty 50. If, if, you, if you like photography at all, get the 50 millimeter because what it allows... So your kit lens has a variable aperture, meaning the aperture changes. And the bigger the hole in your lens, the more light that comes in. And... The sexy factor, like this soft edge that you see behind me and David is because our lenses have a really big hole in them. So this 50 millimeter is 1.4, a huge hole, and it costs 100 bucks. So for 100 bucks, that's the lens I'm going to tell every photographer, whether you're taking pictures of your kids, whether you're taking pictures of products, whether you're taking a picture of your animals, spend the 100 bucks, get yourself a nifty 50 because it's just going to blow your mind. And once you get the nifty 50, you're ne probably never going to put that kit lens back on. So it's one of those things you're like, but I can't zoom. Just take a step forward or take a step backward. That's how I zoom. Hey, uh, thank you for saying, thank you for saying that rich. We've got a few questions here. I want to kind of like blow through cause I know we, we have a ton. I don't know how many. Speed round. We call it speed here. round and real okay. talk. So uh, hit me hard. J Jeanette Boatwright said, is the young new 35 millimeter lens the, uh, that you recommended the only one that you recommend from young new? Um, I have no experience in young new lens. David does have a touch of focus issue, but we need to practice that with like on a photo shoot that 35. Yeah. I need to check. So I have this, I have this young new, uh, lens that I was using with a converter. Um, you know, here's the 35 millimeter lens. It was very cheap. I forget. Was this like a 50 or $70 lens? Something like that. It was, um, I was trying to use it as my webcam lens and oh, I was having, I thought you were still using that. No, I got a, I got, I spent four or 500 bucks on a, uh, Canon 35 millimeter RF lens, which is a newer lens. Well, I'm going to steal that 35 um, millimeter in a week when I come down there then. This young newer one. Yeah. Yeah, you can check. It it was it was having some focus issues for the for the webcam. I don't know if that's because we are using the converter, okay, or if it was just the Yongnuo very cheap and expensive lens. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, 
here's one of the things like over time, like you can get a very cheap, you know, a couple hundred dollar version of the 70 to 200 or similar range, or you can spend 2,200 bucks and get a freaking amazing lens. I'm just at the point in my career, I don't really want to um, deal with like some slight headaches that something very cheap like this will will come up with. I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled with being able to use, you know, higher quality lenses and the higher, like, it's not that you have to have it. Can you take amazing photos? Did my webcam look great for this? Yes. But sometimes I had some focus issues and it wasn't focusing back on my face, which I don't really seem to have that problem with the native Canon RF lens. So anyways, we need to have a chat. Um, we need to have a challenge in Florida where I take the R5 and a $2,000 lens and you take the T6 and the nifty 50. And we do a side-by-side -side comparison on the podcast. That would be fun. Like, look what David did with 400 bucks compared to what Rich did with 5,000 bucks. And it'll really show you that it, the camera doesn't make the man. The man makes the camera. Oh, my wife wants to have a lunch date with me. I'm excited. We get to go to Prima and have a lunch date. Prima's the best. I, yeah, you've, you've had Prima like once, right? Um, yeah. It's awesome. My friends, my, my friends, uh, Dr. Bart and Kelly own this little cafe called Prema and it has the best juice and coffee. It's so awesome. Um, okay. Um, let's, let's go, let's go a few more, a few more questions. Heather Leonard said, I have a really hard time focusing in low light. Is there a trick to that? When I say low light, I mean like twilight. Low it's light. Um, it's I mean, not an easy question to answer because there's so many different factors to it. You know, there's variables to it. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I don't know if you shot in low light with that R5 yet, but it actually shoots a focus light out on that top, right? You could shoot that thing in pitch black and it'll grab focus. It's nuts. Um, is this slow it? down? Is this put together? Like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, my my advice is go slow, take your time, and well, what's interesting is make sure you get part. focused. No, it's 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 up there. It's on the top part. It's right next to the camera logo on the. Here? Yeah, mm -hmm. it probably doesn't need it right now, but it shoots an infrared signal for focus. Yeah, um, you can manual focus with a flashlight. Um, like in my astrophotography course, I use a, a headlamp and a, a spotlight, and I'll put my lens on manual focus, lock in my focus if you're on a tripod. But uh, yeah, just taking your time. That would be my question, not knowing enough of information. It's just take your time and make sure you get the shot. There's no greater frustration than getting home to blurry photos. It's the worst. Rich. Check that display, zoom in. Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it, you know, and the other thing is like, you're going to have a trickier time focusing, like when you have like a kit lens, that's pretty inexpensive like this that comes with the camera. We're not trying to make you buy tons of equipment. I just want you to understand there are limitations with the different levels of equipment that you can buy. These cheap lenses that come built like with your camera, like the cheap lens that comes in this box right here. It's a, like I was saying earlier, it's a good lens for like landscape photography when the day is bright. It's not a great low light lens and it also is not like the best lens for grabbing focus in lower light situations whereas a lens like this is going to be a lot better at something like that um just a lens that you know has a little bit it's an l-series glass for um you know for canon or for uh i forget what it is for for uh sony and for um nikon nikon but nikon um uh yeah so it's just one of those things i had another thought i wanted to talk about um Okay. Uh, Jane Peterson asked, just buying a new camera, what do you recommend for beginning? Like I said, I recommend this. If, if you're trying to go super budget, you get this Rebel T7 for 400 bucks and you get this 50 millimeter, you know. Um, mm. 
It's okay. crazy how great that camera is. I review stuff for B&H, the best camera store in the world. And when I got the first T7i, I was like, holy crap. Like, it's embarrassing how good this is. Like, it made mm. me mad how good of a camera it is because of how much money I've spent on camera gear my whole life. Like, it's great. The, the, the cheaper end Canon and Icon stuff is blowing my mind. Great quality. Great build. Watch some of the YouTube. Uh, there, there's YouTube videos on some of these cameras too that we've made. There you go. Um, I, I I just lost the comment. Someone was saying that they're saving up for a Mark 5D Mark IV. Um, you know, it's interesting is we have a bunch of. I'm about to do equipment an equipment cleanse. Pretty soon, I've got a bunch of equipment. Uh, so whether it's speed lights or Canon cameras, potentially Nikon cameras and some Sony stuff, lenses and studio lighting and all sorts of things like. I think I need to do an equipment cleanse, not because they're bad equipment, but just because we're constantly getting new things like the brand new cameras so that we can review them for you guys and kind of stay up to date on technology. And I'm getting to the place where my, my little studio is kind of getting overrun with equipment. So Rich, when you get here, let's do, let's kind of like do an equipment cleanse and give our podcasters and uh, podcast listeners and our, um, our uh, photo mentorship members like first access to be able to, you know, attend my yard sale or something like that on equipment. Cause maybe David, I, I, 5d Mark four, buy it used. Baby. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I have of. a 5d Mark four. That's incredible that I just don't use anymore because I have this brand new, you know, R five. So I'm like, man, I need to, I need to kind of like, you know, liquidate some of these things and do, do a, do a cleanse. Something like that. Do a little yard sale. So we'll have to do that. Let's here. do it. All right. You have any questions David's you want to try closet. to answer real quick? David's closet. We'll just like do a little, a blue hey, v-neck with every purchase i'm going to pick a question you pick a question you want to answer we got a ton of questions maybe we just need to keep on doing some tech talk things it'd be, it'd be pretty maybe fun. yeah go, go for it you go i ain't trusting a calculator to take a photo for me says chris ellison which is that's smart mm. I like that. don't trust a calculator to take a photo for you i like that that's a good like need to use that uh remind me of that chris uh brenda brenson said what's your opinion on constant lights for in-studio shoots okay so this, uh, they're way better now than they used to be. I'm going to, I'm going to go full screen for a second. Is that cool? Go for it. Um, hate you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this, this constant light here, let me see if I can lower this so y'all can see it a little bit better. Uh, okay. This is an aperture, um, 120D and there's some Godox ones that we actually just bought. And it has an amazing, um, you know, I don't know if they call this the light dome, but this is an Octobox. Like this is actually a studio constant light right here. And this light over here is, um, is actually a strobe light, meaning it fires and it's there and gone. We talk about all this stuff and the differences in my, um, uh, which with Studio Lighting 101 course, we have a lot of different courses that photo mentorship students get unlimited access to included in their membership. Uh, so if you're interested, go take those courses. But this constant light is actually puts out a beautiful quality because it has a very similar um, modifier. Now the modifier is this softbox or this octabox in these two scenarios. So like octaboxes because they create like a circle and it looks very organic and natural in a subject's eye. Whereas a square is kind of a little, sometimes a little bit unnatural. The sun is round, maybe a window would be square, but anyways, it's just different styles, different looks. There's no right or wrong there. This light puts off a beautiful quality of light. Can you, can you hear me okay, Rich? I know I'm a little bit far from- I got you, yeah, you're there. Okay, so Beautiful quality light. This, this light comes up with a, a beautiful quality of light. I'll turn it on real quick. Okay, it's a beautiful quality light. 
mean, oh, look at that bright. guy. Mm. It looks a little bright right there. I mean, obviously, because the exposure is dotted for this. But I can tell you, I, a lot of our videos that we shoot for our courses, I'm using this light right here. And we actually have a new uh, Godox light that I need to test out as well that's much cheaper than this Aperture one. Um, but it puts off a beautiful quality light. Here's the main, there's lots of differences, but here's one of the main differences, okay? This is not very powerful compared to how powerful that strobe is over there. The strobe with a lightning flash that's there and gone, you have more, you have more options in photography to be able to use a strobe light. And it's way more powerful, and there's all sorts of really cool tricks that you can do that you cannot do with a constant light. So I do think that strobes are better. What's easier, Amen. This the constant light is easier because you can see it at all times. What it's doing, the strobe doesn't fire until you actually click that shutter, assuming you have radio triggers to actually trigger those things. So um, you could use those as studio lights and it would be simpler. But what I recommend is taking my studio lighting 201, or sorry, 101 and then 201 classes um, that are free to you if you're a photo mentorship member. Check it out at photomentorship.com. And I'll teach you explicitly step-by-step -step, how to use studio lighting strobes over here on this side to take incredible quality photos every single time. And these are the, these, these are the types of photos that I did for you know album covers. I had photos in the New York Times or in People Magazine and all sorts of other places. So if you want the highest quality studio lighting, you need to use strobes. Okay, and we're actually testing out a bunch of different brands right now, and Godox is looking really, really promising. So I'm excited about that. And they're very inexpensive, which is good for you. It's like technology keeps on increasing. I wish that I'd had the cheap Godox lights that I have now, um, that like, you know, 15 years ago when I started using strobes, you know? I wish that I had had this $400 camera 15 years ago instead of buying $3,000 of crappy camera gear that this blows away compared to 10, 15 years ago. Anyways, the good news for you is technology is getting better and cheaper, more affordable, I should say, not like crappy. Okay, cool. All right, Rich, pick one more question for you to answer. We're gonna give away this Elgato and then I Elgato go to lunch with my wife. Kendra Buzzard, Bozard wants to know, speaking of speed lights, what do you use on your camera? Rich Coleman is a jack of all trades. I use Canon, Godox, and Yanyuo because I've tried them all for you guys and I'm really liking Yunyo and Godox. I mean, for 60 bucks, you're getting an amazing light. A Canon version is 600 bucks, and it looks just like the Yunyo version. It's kind of it's kind of nuts. And weren't you saying that these were actually more consistent, like worked better? Oh yeah, they work every than the, time. Than the 600 I, I, Canon ones. The 600 version. Now I am shooting these on manual mode, but still, uh, hmm. I'm not telling you to buy something. I will never tell you to buy something that I don't use. Feel tested. Not just like on this shoot in perfect conditions, but like out in the field at one of my weddings or one of my shoots. So hmm. Godox TT600 or the Yunyo, I think 560 version fours are amazing flashes that, and I use them all the time. Hmm. Love it. Would y'all like us to keep on doing Tech Talk? Would y'all like us, maybe we should do like an episode a month or something like that of Tech Talk. It's kind of fun. Just be able to answer a bunch of questions. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun giving people answers to questions they have, stuff that keeps yeah. them up at night. I know. I, w I just wish that I could answer everyone's questions right now, but it's, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to answer everyone's questions. Qu questions Matthew's answered in a flash. Yeah. yeah. In a flash. All right. Matthew is agreeing with Well, Matthew Schatz knows what he's talking about. Matthew's amazing. Um, okay. So uh, let's give away the Elgato. What do you think? Uh, we Elgato. We Elgato do this. 
I don't. I think the winner came in. I, I didn't read it. Why don't you read it for us? We're gonna give away this Elgato CamLink 4K. What it is is it, it allows this webcam, which is not a webcam. It's it's like an amazing DSLR camera, not DSLR mirrorless camera. Actually, technically, it's just the the, it could be. the least the lesser expense. It could be you you could you could totally use this four hundred dollar camera, right? You could totally use this as a webcam and have amazing quality blurred Make soft all backgrounds. of your coworkers jealous yeah you're on your zoom call and you have like a beautiful zoom uh i mean a beautiful blurred background and all these different things so and they're like what the heck and you're like i don't know it's just it's just the one on my my dell i don't know why it looks so good yeah you're like i don't know yeah i guess this webcam is great you know but i mean you I know even even using something like this like logitech you know like webcam which is you know kind of cool i use that for a while but it still it still looks you know pretty similar to something like that you know Ugh. what i mean Look at that, but look at the butter so of this and the crispness of this. It's, it's incredible, you know, because instead of using a $100 piece of technology that's not designed to blur the background and all these different things like this, um, you're actually using, you know, a camera that's designed to give you, you know, the depth of field that you actually want. But word of advice, you actually do need to know how to manually control your camera. <laughs> Even if you're shooting video, you need to know how to manually control your camera. Which is Amen. what we teach you in the photo mentorship. So right over here, go check out the photomentorship.com. Join the photo mentorship. It's very inexpensive. It's an incredible bang for your buck. You'll get access to 30 plus courses. You'll learn how to master your camera, master editing, master learning to see like a photographer, and then be able to pick your focus, pick your path that you want to pursue. Dare I say, David, with this photo mentorship, you could go to bed tonight knowing how to use your camera. Yeah, you no longer you have today, to be yeah. jealous of your neighbor's photos or wondering how this weird mathematical crazy science works. David says, "Hey, very simply, this is how this works," and he says it in a way that he just unpacks it perfectly. And at the end of it, you know how to use a flash if you want to use a flash. You know how to edit if you're in Lightroom. You know how to edit if you want to use Photoshop. You know how to do things that kept me and David up at night. And kept us crying a lot along the way. That's what the photo mentorship is. A little less tears. Yep. Love it. <laughs> Chris is saying TPM is greater than NYU. That's crazy. Wow. That's true. Crazy. I can say that as somebody who spent a lot of money going to college. I yeah. could, I mean, I mean, dude, I mean, it's, it's hilarious how much more we're teaching than my four year degree that I never used. <laughs> This is awesome. Ross is saying, I was so intimidated in manual mode until I watched that course. I'm assuming he's talking about the master your camera course that's available to everyone um, inside the photo mentorship. Thanks, Ross. You're, you're hey, awesome. Ross. I, I, had a, I had a copy of Ross a couple months ago. You did? That's awesome. Yeah. You bought him a flash. That's great. I think I remember yeah. that. <laughs> um, okay. Let's do it. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate All right. that. I have a winner. All right. The winner if is... You, if you care, if you care. Karen Graham Marquez. Karen Marquez. Karen, you've won. And Elgato. Cam Link 4K. 4K. Making all your coworkers jealous every day. They're gonna be like, dang yeah. girl, what's your tender? I mean, they're gonna be like, you're gonna look, you're gonna be looking good. Hey, Charlene asked the question. I gotta answer this one. She said, How do we get the photo mentorship? Go check out this link, thephotomentorship.com. And you can sign up. You can sign up for the photo mentorship. It's pretty easy. And then you'll get access to all of our courses. I'll, I'll type it in the comments. Check out the, check out. There you go. 
It should be should be in the comments. Maybe the team can. Aaron but, says, "Yeah, thank out, you." But check out the mo- the photomentorship.com like that. You know what I mean? Boom. Check it out. Click check it, it out. Right in the mouth. Check it out. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, we love you guys. Have a fantastic week. Um, hey, one of our recent courses was called Learning to See Like a Photographer, and it's amazing. And I just got bright outside. My light just changed. Holy, um, holy bright. Oh, holy night. I'm going to play a little trailer for what you guys can learn inside the photo mentorship. But we love you guys. Have a fantastic day. You know, the one, the only Chris Ellison made this trailer too, by the way. He's on, he's on here. All right. I love you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com.